Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 718. Three simple changes to get fit and green at the same time by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. And I'm your host and narrator, Dr. Neil. Happy middle of the week Wednesday and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I read some of the best health and fitness blogs to you, usually with a little bit of my commentary at the end. And as always, it's the middle of the week. If you're living in the US, you just survived tax season again, so we may need a little inspiration. So here we go. Quote, it is never too late to be what you might have been. George Eliot. And as our headspace starts to think about the weekend, and Friday begins to approach, don't forget, I answer your questions every Friday. You like how I tied that in? You can send a question to me at oldpodcast.com. If you do, you'll be entered into small, special raffles to win books from us. Plus, I love listening to and answering your questions, so it makes me super happy. All right, but for now, let's get right to today's post and start optimizing your life. Three Simple Changes to Get Fit and Green at the Same Time by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. I've been trying to change my life for the better for a while now, including simplifying, getting fitter and healthier, and trying to get greener. And in the last few months, I've been doing a lot of researching into reducing my carbon footprint as well. And while there are hundreds or even thousands of things we can do to reduce the resources we consume and the emissions we produce, I've been focusing on three areas that have among the biggest impacts. One of the greatest things I've noticed is that these three changes not only help you to become greener, but can go a long way toward improving your health and helping you to be more frugal. Going green and being healthier and fitter often go hand in hand. And while I'm far from perfect, even in these three areas, I'd like to share some of my thoughts and findings with you in hopes that you'll look into and perhaps consider these changes yourself. One human-powered transportation, namely cycling and walking. While cars are seen as convenient, even the greenest cars use up tons of resources and contribute greatly to greenhouse emissions. Automobiles are one of the biggest emissions contributors in most people's daily lives. 
while not everyone is going to go car-free all the time, we can reduce the amount we use cars. I've been walking more, as have my wife and kids, to parks, playgrounds, the library, meetings, restaurants, movies, things like that. Walking is an amazing form of transportation. You barely use any resources or have any emissions, and you get really fit walking around. See my Japan trip report for more on how I lost weight walking. Cycling is something I also love, although I'm in between bikes right now and looking out for a good used bike. I prefer used as it means I'm reducing the amount of resources I consume. Cycling for transportation takes some getting used to, I'll admit, but it's another incredible way to get around by consuming very few resources and emitting just about zero pollution while getting in great shape. Seriously, I highly recommend this. Try it for a couple of weeks and you'll see that it's a very satisfying way to live. Mass transit, of course, is another great form of transportation, although in places like Guam, it's a bit more difficult as we don't have a very good transit system. I've tried using it and it's extremely inconvenient if you have to be anywhere within a couple of hours. I loved the transit system in Tokyo, however, and would use that all the time if I were living there. Try to use human-powered transportation more often. You'll love it. It really helps put you in touch with the outdoors and it takes you out of the confinement of cars, out of the frustration of traffic, and reduces the amount you spend on gas and maintenance. Someday, I'm going to go car-free, and I hope I'll take all of you with me. Two, vegetarianism or veganism. Or if that sounds too difficult, start by just reducing your meat consumption. From GreenWikia, quote, more land has to be put into agricultural production to produce meat than to produce plant products. Because the methane they belch is 23 times more effective at retaining heat than carbon dioxide, Domestic animals contribute more to global warming than all human transportation combined. End quote. Becoming vegetarian, and especially vegan, is one of the changes you can make with the biggest impacts on the environment. If we all gave up meat and other animal products, we'd have enough food to, theoretically at least, feed the world. Most of the food we produce goes to raising animals for meat, milk, and eggs. And we drastically cut down the amount of pollution and greenhouse emissions. Becoming vegetarian doesn't have to be difficult. In fact, it can be a lot of fun if you explore new foods and ethnic cuisines. And while becoming vegan or vegetarian does not guarantee that you'll be healthier, most vegetarians are healthier on average than the average American. If you replace, usually fatty meat, and other animal products with fruits and veggies and whole grains and legumes, you'll get healthier. If you replace them with French fries and Twinkies, you won't. Feel free to argue this point, but please, please don't share info from the discredited Weston Price Foundation. It's really full of pseudoscience. We've had this discussion many times before, and I would rather not have links to fraudulent articles on my site. I'm not saying that you're evil if you eat meat or drink milk or that you're necessarily unhealthy. It's definitely possible to eat healthy with animal products in your diet, but I'm saying it's something you should consider for the sake of the environment. And if you get healthier in the meantime, that's a nice side effect. I recently decided to go back to veganism. I've been lacto-ovo-vegetarian for about 18 months and was vegan before that. And I'll write a post about this soon, including some links shared by friends on Twitter. And three, consume less. This is a pretty simple, though not necessarily easy step that can make a huge difference in all areas of your life. How many resources you consume, how healthy you are, how much you spend, how much clutter you have, all those things. Buy less, use less, eat less. Get away from loving and buying stuff. It's interesting because when we try to become greener, many of us automatically look to buying green products, which is good when you do have to buy something. 
but actually buying fewer products overall is better than going out and buying a bunch of environmentally conscious type products. By consuming fewer products, clothes, gadgets, furniture, just stuff, you'll use fewer resources and contribute less to landfills. When you buy something, a lot of resources were used not only for the materials needed to make the product, like wood, paper, metal, plastic, cotton, etc., but to harvest those materials, to manufacture the product, to package it, to transport it to the store or to your door. Get into the habit of buying less, needing less, and when you do get something you need, get it used if possible. You'll end up spending less money as well. By consuming less food, you'll likely get healthier. Well, not if you're underweight. You probably need more food, actually. But for those of us who have a few extra pounds or a lot of extra pounds, eating less is just what the doctor ordered. Fewer calories means you'll lose weight. And if you add that to a regimen of walking and cycling, eating less meat and consuming more plant foods, you'll definitely get healthier. Eating less food doesn't mean you need to starve yourself. Just eat smaller portions. Eat slower and more mindfully. That takes practice but learn this habit over time and you'll save not only your waistline, but your budget and a lot of resources as well. You just listened to the post titled Three Simple Changes to Get Fit and Green at the Same Time by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So, When you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. I live in Southern California, the most renowned place for the worst public transportation. But somehow still, I found a way to use mass transit. I felt badly every day because I have a very long commute. One way, I travel 55 miles to get to work. And even though I drive a hybrid car, I still felt badly about all the fuel I was using. Luckily, there was a mass transit system that drops me off about a half a mile from my office. But here's the thing. It actually doesn't save me any time. If I sat in traffic, I would actually get to my office at the exact same time as if I had just taken the mass transit system. But for me, it's not about the time-saving factor so much. It's about me feeling good about taking public transportation. Students often ask me, 
oh, the train must save you so much time. I say, actually, it doesn't. But I like feeling that I'm contributing in some way. And I realized I'm so much less stressed when I don't have to sit in traffic. And I enjoy the quick half-mile walk to my office. Southern California is not known for the most harshest weather environment, but I have walked to my office in 100-degree heat. I've walked in the rain and windstorms, and believe it or not, just this past month, in hail. But even with that, I still enjoy the walk I get to take pretty much every day to and from the train station. And when it comes to veganism and vegetarianism, yes, it's true when we look at the data, eating more plant-based foods does save a ton of water, emissions, it takes less energy to produce, but you don't have to eat that way necessarily all the time. And in fact, one thing we implemented at one of the universities I worked for as the registered dietitian was meatless Mondays. Even if we just planned one meal one day a week that was simply all plant-based, it actually saves a ton of resources. So sometimes we forget it's small things like that that actually add up. All right, that's enough out of me. Like I mentioned at the top of the show, I answer your questions right here on the podcast every Friday in special Q&A episodes. You can ask me anything related to diet and nutrition, stress management, exercise, and lots more. Just call and leave a message with your question. The phone number is 61-I-LOVE-OHD. Or you can also send in an audio question through our site, oldpodcast.com ask. That's more friendly if you wanna do multiple takes and hear yourself before sending it in. And by the way, if you send me a question, you're entered into special raffles to win books every month. All right, that does it for today. Have a great rest of your day. I'll see you back here for tomorrow's show where your optimal life awaits.